0: All right, and we are back with another episode of Joel's Mind. Uh, today, we have a very special guest, uh, Yakima Homegrown inbred uh, wrestler, um, and she goes by the name of Cameron Gruen. She is a four-times undefeated WIAA state champion, five-time national champion, three-times junior Pan-American champion, and a two-time junior pan American champion, 2019 German Grand Prix champion, 2020 Olympic qualifier, 2021 NCAA, NCW, WCA champion, 2021 National Academic Scholar, and 2021 Senior Plan and Bronze Medalist. And on that note, welcome Cameron Guerin.
1: Thank you. Uh, my name is Cameron Guerin. Um, I'm 21 years old. I wrestle for McKendree University and also Team USA.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on to Joel's Mind. Uh, As you already know, Joel's Mind's podcast is about being a better version of yourself, and you absolutely have the credentials to speak on what it takes and what it means to be in a better version of yourself. So um, let's dive in into your wrestling career. You have a lot of accolades. You've been wrestling for some time now, I'd imagine. How long have you been wrestling?
1: Uh, I've been wrestling since I was five years old, and um, I'm 21 years old now. So I've been wrestling pretty much my whole life
0: dedicated to the sport
1: oh yeah definitely
0: (laughs) definitely definitely so um what is your current weight class
1: so my current weight class is 125 um but it's 57 kilos Mm -hmm. so um like international wrestling and national wrestling um it's considered it's 57 kilograms
0: 57 kilograms Mm -hmm. so 125 Mm -hmm. pounds 57 kilograms yeah okay awesome um and you, you're currently wrestling for McKendry you Yes. University?
1: So, um, I just finished my first year at McKendree. Um, I started uh this last year, so I was a freshman this year. I'm going into my sophomore year. Nice. Um, so I'm wrestling for McKendree and uh, getting my education there in uh, Lebanon, Illinois. Cool. So yeah, that's shout doing. out Illinois. Yeah. That's what's up.
0: <laughs> um, so McKendree, I've I've heard it's it has like one of the best. Uh, wrestling programs in the uh, nation
1: yeah they've been uh the top women's wrestling team for a while for a few years now and their men's team's also really good too so um yeah it's just been uh an amazing experience there so far so i'm excited to just keep pushing um you know earning my degree and also getting three or four more uh national titles there so they're awesome. a very good team and the coaches and team is amazing so
0: that's awesome that's awesome it's yeah, it's it's cool, cool to see the women's wrestling come up i i mean washington as you know is definitely one of the states that has you know paved the way for women's wrestling mm-hmm. um and seeing women's wrestling i i mean i wrestled growing up so i wrestled in little guys wrestling when i was about i think six or seven mm-hmm. um wrestle the middle school rather wrestle the high school. So definitely definitely fan of wrestling, definitely love the sport as well. For sure. Um but seeing like my high school and my middle school um support the women's wrestling. Uh, just those that were wrestling, it's it's pretty cool to see. So to know yeah. that McKendree University is one of those schools that have a great uh program for the women's wrestling team is it's good to know.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. It's amazing seeing like even since I was younger, I was telling um, one of my family members recently that I didn't wrestle my first or I didn't wrestle a female till I was 11 years old. So I wrestled boys up until, you know, the age of 11. So oh, seeing yeah. like, you know, being in high school, obviously having a sanctioned uh, state in Washington was amazing because yeah. there's not not every state has sanctioned women's wrestling. So um, I was blessed that I got to partake in that and seeing the growth from like even the last five years has been amazing throughout like all levels so it's been really cool cool to see him.
0: that's awesome yeah mm-hmm. and um so uh, so from six to eleven you're wrestling boys how was that were you like was it was it fair was it competitive
1: well you know i feel like so i wrestled I started wrestling at five and then, um, so like you mentioned, I wrestled little guy at first, so I wasn't doing USA wrestling until I was like 13. So it was uh, seasonal, it wasn't like year round or anything. It was only for a few months out of the year. Um, so even my training partners, most of them were boys. There was only maybe one other girl that was my partner as well, but I just remember like going to so many different tournaments uh when i was younger for a little guy taking third like so many times or even like fifth like it was oh there was only a couple times i took first because i felt like i mean the boys they were they were tough and uh as i got older i started finally taking first later on when i was wrestling uh boys but i remember taking third a lot and just i feel like that really helped me um when I got into you know middle school and high school, because I was used to wrestling like boys, mm-hmm. and so when I was wrestling some of the girls, it kind of made it easier and helped me like, you know, develop as a wrestler because I was used to wrestling them. So nice, it was cool. that makes
0: sense. Mm-hmm. Like, would you say you were more aggressive or stronger?
1: Um, honestly, uh, for a while I was not the most aggressive wrestler. Even now, I'm trying to work on like being a little more aggressive, but. Yeah. I'm usually, like, you know, rely on technique as best best as I can, obviously, and, um, you know, speed. But aggression is a big part of wrestling. Obviously not, like, punching people in the face or anything. But um, when I was younger, I remember my mom always telling me, come on, you got to be more aggressive. It's okay to be, like, be more tough on your opponent. But um, Mm -hmm. that's something that I wasn't super good at when I was younger. But it's definitely gotten better now that I'm older.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know it is? There's – I i remember when i was in little guys wrestling and i was in line we were on deck and our brother was like up ahead and like his uh his uh person that he was supposed to wrestle was like slapping him in his face and we were like oh my god kids and i'm like looking at him like why is he slapping himself in the face yeah. and he's like they just you know it's something they do and
1: they get ready for some people are like that yeah. even when they're like even i've seen like senior level athletes are like either they like to slap themselves to get ready or their coach will slap them hard on the back yeah. or something like that. But for me, <laughs> I feel like I have a, like a little routine I go through. I like my coaches to shake out my arms and then like a, a firm pat on my back, but not like a slap. Like a, uh, but, like a Ric Flair um, chop. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to get like freaking a weld on the back, but um, yeah. there's just like little things. I know everybody get, gets, you know, they prepare themselves before the match. So
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, yeah, everyone has their thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's you know, the mind state you gotta get yourself in. So that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So, um, yeah. recently you, you, um, you tried out for the Olympic trials and definitely I, you know, I was supporting you all the way through. So, I, you know, you were in my prayers and our wishes. So, um, Thank you, yeah. it's cool to, to be able to speak to someone that, you know, participate, um, in the Olympics, you know, even if it is the trials and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But what, how was your experience with that?
1: Um, so I qualified for Olympic trials back in 2019 in December. So I qualified, it was, um, so I qualified back then and, uh, obviously quarantine and COVID happened. So, uh, in 2020, uh, April, that's when trials were supposed to take place, but then it got postponed a uh, entire year later. Mm-hmm. So, um. There are so many people that were upset, and I can totally understand because um, a lot of people were planning, or women were planning, even men, to retire after that year. So, like, taking a a whole other year for training is, like, a lot. It's hard on your body. I mean, there's people Mm -hmm. that are ready to retire, and uh, they're already pretty much done. And so, that year took a toll on a lot of people. But for me, that year was a blessing because I got to just keep preparing and getting better because... I was one of the younger people, you know, at trials. So um, I just took it as another year to prepare. And so I felt like my mentality um, from 2019 to when I competed um, this year was just get better and uh, just obviously do the best I can. I wasn't like, I didn't have the mentality of, oh, I'll just like, I'll go and see what happens. My mentality was like, okay, I'm here for a reason. And I'm going to do everything I can to be on the Olympic team because I'm good. And I know I deserve to be here. And uh, I just remember um, there's even people and, you know, just coaches. I've heard some of them saying to, you know, people that qualified for the trials too. Oh, it's okay if it's not your time. And like, it's not your time. Just like, just go in and see what happens. But my mentality uh, for a while was like, no, I'm going to be... I'm going to be the Olympian because if I didn't have the mentality, then it would just be kind of like, eh, I'm just going to go in there. Like, and while then, you're
0: there, kinda. like
1: I didn't want to go without a purpose. So
0: yeah.
1: I would say that whole experience mentally has helped me grow as an athlete and a wrestler. So that was really amazing itself because I got extra time from quarantine and stuff and COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I've grown tremendously throughout that part, but also – actually being there physically at trials uh it was probably the best tournament i've felt like i've been present in my entire life because That's i just awesome. felt like i remember like everybody's there literally the best in the country's there men and women so yeah. you're surrounded by the best people in the country best wrestlers in the country if not the world. So like literally the top athletes are there for wrestling. And I just remember like being younger, um, looking up to so many of these wrestlers, um, that were older than me and they were, had huge accolades. And then actually being there now was amazing because, uh, I looked up to these people for so long and now I'm surrounded by them because I'm, I know I'm getting better.
0: Yeah. Cause you're a badass.
1: (laughs) Thank you. And I, my, you know, my wrestling career is, It's been amazing because the journey has just shown me, like, being surrounded by these people has just, like, showed that I've grown so much. So that was amazing, just being around people like that. And then also competing against them was amazing. Um, I just remember warming up was, uh, it was awesome. I was warming up. And then before my matches, there would be, like, an area you walk through. And then you'd line up. You and your opponent, there'd be either red or blue because furry style is red or blue singlets. So whatever yeah. color you were, you'd line up before you head out and walked around to the stage on the mats. So that whole experience and, like, warming up, having my headphones in and then taking them off to walk out on the trials mats was probably, like, the best feeling I've ever had because I felt like I didn't feel nervous. And uh, I felt like I was almost, like, I felt light yeah. Because, um, I don't know, I felt like I told my family that the feeling was, like, magical being, like, just competing at that level. Because it it's been my um, dream to be an Olympian for a long time. And so just being at Olympic trials was just an amazing feeling itself. So it was Sound- amazing.
0: <laughs> sounds like you're almost, like, on a natural high.
1: Yeah, I was. It was crazy because, like, I know I I was nervous before and, uh, like, re- like, the second I walked out there was like lights and smoke and it was just like, I was such a, like so in the zone, but I was also like at the same time, uh, what my coaches were just saying, have fun with it and yeah. smile. Don't forget to smile and have fun. That's what my coach, uh, Sam back at McKenzie was telling me, don't forget to smile. And then my coach Alexio was there too, as well. So, um, yeah,
0: shout out Alexio. Yeah,
1: of course. Shout out to him for sure. But they're, my coaches have, they've just been incredible and, making make sure that i believe in myself because i'm like i'm there at that at that tournament for a reason again so but it was it was definitely a natural high being there and it was amazing
0: that's awesome did it do you feel like you were exactly where you needed to be
1: oh my gosh yeah i felt like yeah i felt like i was like this is exactly where i should be and You know, I, even though I didn't, you know, I wasn't on the Olympic team, I wasn't upset about it because I have at least two or three more quads in me left. Mm -hmm. So I know I have, my chances will be there still. And they'll, they will increase each time I go to trials. So I felt like I was supposed to be exactly where I was no matter the outcome.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, um,
0: yeah. Out of, of, how many uh, women were in your bracket?
1: Mm, I think sixteen. Sixteen. If I'm yeah. correct. Yeah. But
0: you did I mean technically you placed, right?
1: Yeah, I took fourth. Took fourth. Yeah, so I was the yeah, top that's,
0: four. Dude, that's amazing. Like out of sixteen women in the nation. Yeah. And you your first time ever stepping out onto Olympic trials, mm-hmm. you took taking fourth. Like that speaks volumes. Like yeah. that's definitely that I mean that's a huge accomplishment, you know. I mean, I know the goal is to get into the Olympics, but you know, for sure. like for your first run up, like it sounds like you're ready. Sounds like you're ready then, you know, sounds like you're going to be even more ready. I'll just
1: keep getting better and prepare better. And yeah, yeah. I know I, it, everything happens for a reason for sure. And mm-hmm. like every loss I have, it's like, yeah, that I freaking I'll cry and it's hard, but yeah. I know like mentally and even physically, I work on these things to help me get better. So it's like, I almost, I don't enjoy losing, but I enjoy the process. Like, cause you have to yeah. like, you can't beat yourself up too hard because, um, you're not, I feel like I'm, I don't get anywhere at least if I just, I'm so hard on myself and, mm-hmm. um, I just know that I'm going to learn from it and just go from there.
0: Definitely. So how, like, how is it when you're like at a tournament and like when you, cause when you end up, you essentially kind of ha- almost have to go undefeated and to, to take first and second. Right. Mm-hmm. When you know you've lost that match where, like, you're now not wrestling for first and second, you're Mm -hmm. wrestling wrestling for, like, third and fourth, like, how do you get yourself to, like, not feel so, like, discouraged and just, you know, almost give up mentally? Yeah,
1: it's crazy because wrestling, usually, like, they're either one- or two-day tournaments, Mm -hmm. and for, like, one-day tournaments, you sometimes have only 15 minutes to, like, turn around and wrestle again. Yeah. So getting over that loss is almost like you have only a few minutes to like adjust to it and just kind of almost like let it go like all right I can't do anything now all I can do is move forward Mm -hmm. um so you know losing at trials it was it was so hard uh but you literally all you can do is just like okay at this point I'm just gonna keep wrestling because I'm here and I'm just gonna Um, do the best I can so it's like it's crazy how much you learn from wrestling and um in tournaments because, yeah, like I said, you only have sometimes you have less time than that, so yeah. um, you know, like for instance, like if you're fighting like m m a or something, and if you lose, it's not like you have a tournament to go through it's you you compete that one fight, but wrestling yeah. you compete multiple matches, yeah, so it's like back. emotions are crazy sometimes, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, I being a kid and just wrestling, I remember like when I first started wrestling. Like I never understood why <laughs> how like why they took so long, but I mean, of course,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know it's there's just so many different weight like, classes, so many different people,
1: oh yeah, yeah, especially like yeah, for like a little guy, I remember it's mm-hmm. like super chaotic' because sometimes you'd be in the tiniest little gyms with like yeah. so many people, and yeah, it's it's definitely crazy like for which whatever uh whatever whatever level you're at,
0: yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. Um Well, so my next question, what like what got you into wrestling? Why wrestling? Why is why are you such so dedicated and such a natural when it comes to wrestling?
1: Um, I would definitely uh give full credit to my mom and dad. Yeah. So Julie and Rich garen they are the ones that got me into it. Uh my dad uh had the background of karate when he was younger and then he later on got into fighting and MMA and stuff like that and he was a professional fighter for a long time, and he had his own MMA gym. <laughs> and uh, he was the one I was pretty much raised like on the mats. We say that all the time, like when I talk about how like how I got into wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so I was already raised like seeing my dad and seeing fighters and uh, people do jujitsu class or uh, you know boxing and stuff like that. So I was just watching it, just being at the gym all the time when i was younger so i started uh jujitsu when i was four years old and i i participated f- until i would say 16 years old for jujitsu and uh even boxing and i competed in jujitsu as well when i was like in my gi and stuff like that nice. so that's where i that's where i first started uh martial arts i guess yeah. and then at the age of five my mom and dad <laughs> I always say this, but they had me watch the movie, um, vision quest. And, um, cause when I, you turn five, you go to, you know, you go to school and you start kindergarten. And they were like, I remember they, they were talking to me saying, you know, you're going to start school soon. What sport are you wanting to participate in? Like they named a couple and I was like, I don't know. And then they were like, well, what about wrestling? And I was like, what's that? Like, cause I, I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember they started showing me pictures and then they sat me down to watch the movie Vision Quest. And I was five years old. I watched the whole thing like pretty thoroughly. And I remember at the end of it, they were like, this is what it is. And they were talking me through it. And I remember saying, well, why don't I look funny in like the headgear? And like, I don't (laughs) even know. I was just like a little baby. So, um, they're the ones that I give full credit to. They started me in wrestling when I was five and I, um, started here in yakima um at y it was fury team fury wrestling so i was there for a while and i competed uh like i said earlier it was only a few few months out of the year for um little guy wrestling up until i would say 12 or 13 i started usa wrestling so nice
0: that's that's crazy that's that honestly that's a very a great way to kind of show a five-year-old on like what wrestling is
1: yeah they showed me that movie and it was it's classic wrestling movie from the 80s and uh yeah it's super awesome (laughs) that's
0: cool yeah i remember when my dad because i did aau and basketball before like getting into wrestling and Uh my my dad was like hey do you you guys want to do wrestling and as a little kid we watched wwe growing up and Mm -hmm. i was like I would love to do wrestling. Yeah, like the freaking
1: like, yeah. RKOs or something. Yeah, like, you I know, I thought, that. I
0: thought I was going to be jumping off turnbuckles and whatnot, <laughs> but you know, I ended up being, you know, what it was. And I, I fell in love with it too. So, I mean, it was no different mm-hmm. for me. Um, but that's, that's awesome. Shout out to your parents for, you yes. know, getting you pulled in. So, mm-hmm. um, was your, with your boxing and your jiu-jitsu background? Like, have you, Have you uh, done MMA? Have you fought?
1: I have not fought. Um, I competed in jiu-jitsu, gi and no gi. So gi is with, like, it's a gi that you wear with a belt. And um, so you compete in that. And then I also did jiu-jitsu without a gi. It's just, like, rash guards and shorts. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that for a while when I was younger. But I haven't fought yet because my parents, they didn't want me to fight from, like, when I was super little, like, nine or something. They I was considering it for a long time, but it was, it kind of, my entire dedication switched over to wrestling at a young age. Um, I started getting super serious when I was 13. So by that time, I feel like that's when some people have their first fights, even that's super young, but Mm -hmm. um, I either was going to do MMA or wrestling and I was pretty good at wrestling. So I, my entire dedication has been wrestling for a long time, but nice um i'm not saying like i won't ever do mma because um i feel like i have it in me to uh compete and do mma in the future because yeah. i i mean that's that's my first like love wrestling was my second i would say because yeah. i started doing jujitsu and stuff like that at a young age and i haven't been doing it too much recently because wrestling uh, i
0: can imagine takes
1: up so much of you know obviously my time and I have to focus on that fully to be you know the best wrestler I can be. Yeah. So I feel like once I'm done with wrestling, hopefully, either whenever I make an Olympic team, that will be like okay, because that's my first goal is make an Olympic team, and obviously win gold. That's my my ultimate dream.
0: Ultimate dream. And definitely. I know
1: that'll happen one day for sure. But after yeah, that, absolutely. I wanna I wanna go into MMA. If I'm not at least you know I don't wanna be like forty years old going into it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, in the future.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Um, and yes, you definitely will. I definitely see you being out there. And I can't wait to see you win your for some Olympic gold medal, holding it down for united states yakima
1: washington yeah too,
0: yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> it'll be awesome man that'd be super cool um speaking of mma did you watch the UFC fight this uh, saturday
1: yeah i saw obvious mcgregor and
0: yeah yeah Warrior.
1: i did so uh i that was like pretty much the only one i wanted to watch because i don't yeah. keep too much um i haven't been keeping up with mma for a while i yeah. i did when i was younger probably like 2010 to 2015 but because of Mm -hmm. wrestling i've been just kind of busy and stuff but yeah definitely um i definitely watched that and it was crazy i didn't even know who i wanted to win but
0: yeah what's uh, your thoughts like on everything that happened like
1: well just from what i see and from uh, you know what jordan shows me uh on and you know instagram and stuff i know mcgregor talks a lot of course and that's just how he is and
0: yeah
1: i I think i mean for the marketing side of things like people want to see that and they want to see like the crap talking and stuff like that but yeah
0: the entertainment yeah it, you know? so
1: that's i feel like that's a part of it but i definitely um was leaning towards port i don't know if i'm saying it right poirier's side poirier, poirier, poirier. poirier
0: something like that yeah, yeah i was leaning
1: to his side because uh i just like the more humble fighter and the fighter that's yeah. uh not super cocky and i know where that's how he is he's showy and cocky and yeah he's an amazing fighter but uh yeah, when we watched it, I was expecting it to go at least three rounds, not just one. Yeah, so it was right. Like, we were watching it on our phone and we we're like all screaming and we're like, oh my gosh, because it's like we watched like uh, his interview before the fight and he was just saying like something big is going to happen and like yeah. it's going to be crazy and like that's not what we expected. Yeah. It sucks seeing anybody get hurt. Um, yeah, definitely. No matter like how cocky they are but yeah yeah, it was crazy to see
0: (laughs) yeah no it definitely was i mean i'm i'm a i'm a mcgregor fan like i i I really appreciate his story and like i mean the whole the cockiness like i i definitely i got more a lot more respect for the humble fighters and like Mm -hmm. it it is when it comes to mike's martial arts you know any martial arts there's a lot of respect behind it Mm -hmm. um but i've learned that you know that's just him and it does sell fights, you know, and mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean aside, it's
1: like the buildup behind it. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, they hate each other. And, like, yeah, it's, and it's it's pretty fun to watch. But
0: it's something because I grew up watching boxing a lot with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, every Saturday or not every Saturday, but every other Saturday. So often it was like an Oscar De La Hoya fight, Mayweather fight, Pacquiao mm-hmm. fight. Uh, you know, Arturo Gatti, like all you know all the all
1: the big boxers. Yeah,
0: yeah. back in the day and. And Mayweather did that really well. Was you know talk smack, mock the fighters, Um and so like it just you know I, it's just super entertaining to watch. But yeah, I was, sure. I would I would have been fine either way. Like you know I'm not I'm not a sore loser. Like I'm not one to back up someone if they've clearly lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. You know I'm not I'm not a. a a blinded fan that's like you know oh he could be anyone you know yeah. like the last fight when he fought him the time before i honestly i i seen that he to me i think he let up when he was uh hitting over the first i think that first round when he was getting him with the punches and then uh, dustin came back and i you know i think he just kind of let his foot off the gas and i think that's where you messed up and he was really humble after that fight but yeah this whole the shenanigans that he had going on—it was a little extra. I mean, a little more extra than what he typically does. But, yeah. um, but no, it was crazy when I seen him go down. When and, it like,
1: happened and everything. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, like, ugh! It's just like, because I've been injured before—not not too many times, thank gosh—but like, just seeing it, it's just yeah. like, even if you haven't been injured, it like makes it cringe. So it's yeah. like, it's it sucks to see anybody get hurt. Yeah, it does. They
0: are. Yeah, yeah, and so I mean in. And yeah, when I when I when I seen him on the ground talking smack, I just was like, man, he's still
1: down there, yeah,
0: yeah, like <laughs> this guy's still fighting. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: all like, foot's all casted up already, still talking crap.
0: Yeah, so, uh, but you know, you know, hopefully, shout out to them. You know, hopefully they are able to run it back, uh, and hopefully he's able to fight and keep maintain his, you know, his his skills because you know, going under the knife, going under the surgery, it does like it. You're not. Entirely one hundred percent, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can't come back as strong. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so so kudos to them. Um, um, now going back to your wrestling when you're when you're on the mat, like Mm -hmm. when you're wrestling, what's going through your mind? Like, what what's are you? Do you black out? Like, what's what's going through Cameron's mind?
1: Um, I would say like leading up to my matches and before my tournament i've i pray a lot um because i know for me personally if i overthink or if i like literally like talk to myself in the match and before the match then i'll mess up or i'll kind of pause thinking about it so i've learned to uh i pray a lot and make sure like i ask god i'm like please just keep my nerves calm and just allow me to perform to the best of my capabilities just like physically and um So I've practiced, uh, that a lot and just staying calm and breathing, uh, before my matches, I feel like sometimes I am pretty nervous and I'm all jittery, Mm -hmm. but once I step on the mat and I'm like in my stance, then it's like, I almost, I don't black out completely, but like, I really try to let my body take over and not like think, overthink it because I see wrestling is it's, I would say like 95% mental and like Mm -hmm. 5% physical, but I agree. Cause if I overthink, obviously I'm like, I've, I know I've done that in a match and I like stop and like something happens and they shoot on me or something. But, um, I feel like I do a pretty good job of keeping my nerves, uh, my staying calm and stuff. So, um, I've been practicing to just let my body flow naturally and just react naturally. So nice. That's, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's, that's- that's awesome You yeah. i mean especially with all the years that you've dedicated i'm sure your body's like it almost probably reacts on its own i'd imagine
1: yeah and even you know like there's just so many like it's crazy how much wrestling teaches you like even if it, like i completely dominate a match or whatever i'm still like oh but something happened like this is what i need to get better and like moving my feet like um so yeah, it's crazy how much wrestling teaches you like yeah. <laughs> off and on the mat. Um so yeah, it's definitely taken years and it's still taking time to, you know, get down, you know, my perfect match and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: definitely. Mm-hmm. And so you you you've been undefeated throughout your whole high school career. Yeah,
1: right? high school was 126 and 0. So yeah. for yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: that, that was, that was crazy like some thinking light, about it now. Some like <laughs> yeah, no, but
1: oh, I remember before high school like cuz my mom and my dad have been a part of my, you know, every step of my career. So, we had a four-year goal um not just for me, but also like my family and just like to yeah. represent Davis to um win four-time four state titles. So, that's what I did. Right. And obviously like my first year I remember like, "Oh wow, like I won all my matches. I didn't lose at all cuz I mean at that point, like, I knew, like, my level was, it sh- that's that was expected, like, yeah. going into high school. So, I know that was my goal for sure, was to win four state titles, and, um, after my first year, my my goal after that was like, okay, I won all my matches, like, I'm gonna do my best to, like, w- not even lose my entire, uh, four years in high school. So, that's what I did after, and I just stayed so focused, um. And yeah, obviously, I wrestled year round at that point. I was already you doing u s a wrestling and stuff, so
0: polished and everything yeah was there any other was there any matches throughout your high school career that were like that was a battle or that were came close to?
1: um some of them like I remember like my freshman year there was like a match that was like it was only three oh like I remember my first uh state state championship was like three and o, and then the next one was like think maybe five and oh and then later on it started getting like okay i'm like dominating a little bit better but i I think when i was a freshman it was maybe harder because i was wrestling girls that were already like seniors and stuff but
0: older yeah yeah
1: even though like and i know like i might have like been better than them or whatever like just the confidence over the years um knowing that you know i can do this like Mm -hmm. i think made it so i could actually like dominate more and, like, wrestle more because I would hold back, I think, sometimes when I was younger. Yeah. And so, I'm still, like... Sometimes I still do that now. And so, it's always a learning process.
0: Does does your confidence in wrestling, does that ever, like, carry into your, like, just your personal life? Like, is, is there things that you're not confident that doesn't pertain to wrestling?
1: Um, I would say, like, wrestling has helped me so much, like, with my confidence. Because, like, I remember... You know, when I was young, up until even high school, like, being, like, one of the only girls, like, on the team or, like, practicing. Mm -hmm. Um, So being the only girl was, like, scary enough. And I remember just my parents, like, saying, like, you're the only girl. Like, this is amazing. Like, you're doing so much. Like, there's people that would, even guys that would even want to wrestle. And so I was just like, you know, yeah, I am the only girl on the team or whatever, if I was. And that would help me. And then even uh, like in high school and stuff like that, like I would say a lot of my growth had like um, happened then. Like I remember uh, I went to Wilson middle school and most of all my friends went to Eisenhower that I like, you know, I had a lot of friends over there and like only a few kids I knew went to Davis and I was having the hardest time say like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go to Ike or Davis. Like I wanted to go to Ike for my friends. But I need. I knew, like, in my heart, I needed to go to Davis um, because of wrestling because their yeah. wrestling team was better. And so I, like, I guess I kind of sacrificed a little bit. But in the long run, I wouldn't have changed anything because I love Davis. And, yeah. you know, it was a great experience. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember, like, being a freshman. I only knew a couple people. And so I was like, I was like dang, I don't have that many friends. I was just like, oh, this sucks. Like, all my friends over there. But then, like eventually like i had a couple friends but like my freshman year i was like you know what i'm here for wrestling and just school and so i'm like i don't care if i'm like i don't have like oh, i'm not super popular right now like later yeah. on it'll it'll come so I was yeah just,
0: like, you know i didn't
1: overthink it too much i just kind of went through it and
0: you're gonna wrestle for the united states of america <laughs> so it doesn't even matter yeah <laughs> i was like you know
1: what it's just temporary my mom was always like you know high school it's like it's temporary so it's not like that's not gonna distinguish your life. You know, people change so much after high school and yeah. grow so much and so yeah, it's just temporary. No, that's so that helped a lot.
0: That's true. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy how much you know, like just high schoolers and their mentality, even for myself, like, you know, it's do the hope is that things will stay for the long term. But, you know, life is so tra- crazy and it changes so much and it makes you change. So mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you made the right decision by going to Davis. You know, mm-hmm. for someone that did go to Ike, yeah, the wrestling program was definitely um, a lot more uh, prestige at Davis. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, definitely, you can see where it's helped you. Oh, yeah. Um. So your ultimate goal in wrestling is to be an Olympic gold medalist. Is that right? Correct. Definitely.
1: Yep. That's been my goal for, I think, since I was nine, honestly
0: yeah so yeah nice uh, do you have like a vision board or do you is there is there things that you do to kind of like reaffirm that goal of yours
1: yeah i don't have a vision board but i guess the closest closest thing to it would be my journal mm-hmm. i have a few journals um i've been taking a break right now just because i'm on a break for wrestling for a little bit until i go back to school but yeah definitely uh i write i have a journal that i write you know my technique and you know, what I need to work on, uh, and I'll reflect after tournaments, like, okay, what went good, what went bad, or even during practices, I'll have goals, like, no, to get taken down, or work on this move that you've been wanting to work on, or, you know, just open up a little more, so I would say, uh, keeping a journal, like, has helped a lot, I started probably doing that when I was, like, I think 14 or 15, yeah, so, even just like without like not even wrestling like related, uh, yeah. I write down like whatever I'm thinking or if I'm stressed, I just write things down and try to like put it put it down on paper. I feel like it kind of it helps me, and um, so wrestling related, and then you know off the mat, it's helped. Yeah. So um, and then writing my goals for sure. Like I know you've probably seen people like oh, uh, for instance, like they write a journal every day, and at the top they put state champ or. 2021 state champ or whatever like i'll do that too sometimes if i have a big tournament coming up and so just to see it visually yeah because i know that for me at least and even for a lot of people it helps mentally just seeing like okay my goals here like i'm gonna make it a real a reality so yeah that helps uh keeping a journal for me
0: that's powerful that's awesome and i'm glad i'm glad you mentioned that because you know i you know just the the journey itself on like being a better version of yourself like for me i've learned that writing things down helped me achieve the goals that i've wanted to achieve when it whether it's be like mental physical financial or just you know with school Mm -hmm. um and so like knowing knowing that you an all-time badass (laughs) is you know writes writes their stuff down their goals like it it's cool it it just reaffirms that that is something that helps you know
1: yeah for sure and i know every person's like different um But I would say if, like, people do need, like, help or they want, like, they're stuck in a rut or something, like, I would just say, like, starting there, like, that's so easy. Anyone has a pen and a paper, you know? Yeah. So I would just say that's something simple anyone could even try. And if it doesn't work, of course, like, do something else. Like, I know people like to talk instead of, like, write things down. Because I know, for me, I keep things in a lot. And, like, if I'm dealing with things, like, I don't like to talk too much. So that's why I like keeping it more personal and to myself, like writing things down. Um, but you know, with even bigger issues, yeah, I'll talk yeah. to somebody, and I think I know that helps as well. Definitely, just speaking about it. Yeah,
0: but. I mean it. You know, I what well, you know, I mean, just the journey myself. Like I understanding your emotions. Sometimes you know that frustration, the sadness, the confusion mm-hmm. comes from us not understanding what we're what we're dealing or what we're feeling with inside, and you know sometimes writing things down, that's helped me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, there was a, an exercise that they had us do in school, um, when we were like upset, Mm -hmm. you know, they'd have us, they'd give us 60 seconds on the clock to write every one word definition or one word description of what you're feeling right now, Mm -hmm. as many words as you can. And then once we were done, um, you would reflect on that, just on what words you written down, mm-hmm. you know, like, so for example, like you're frustrated. So frustrated, mad, upset, hot, um, angry, whatever just else, whatever
1: you're feeling. Yeah. And you know, yeah. then
0: when you had like, I, they give us like two minutes to reflect on that. And then, you know, seeing those words and seeing the different descriptions and what you were feeling, it, it did something. So what they would do after that would give us another 60, 60 seconds on the clock and be like, how do you feel right now? Mm-hmm. And then, seeing the comparison of like all those words being angry upset compared to calm you know understanding not Mm -hmm. upset like it's it really there's power in writing words down
1: yeah and even something like so small as that like that could take like five minutes or whatever so it's like i feel like little things help people even like because i get in like sometimes i'm just like oh like why do i feel like oh like it could be physically or whatever. Like sometimes you just don't feel like great and you don't understand. Yeah. And you know, that could be a lot of different things. It could be stress. It could be depression. It could be whatever. So I feel like, yeah, like writing it down is not just like a feeling. It's like actually seeing issues that might need to be addressed. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely say writing things down helps.
0: Definitely. That's awesome. So your ultimate goal is, um, to, uh, win uh, olympic gold medal what is uh, one of your ultimate goals outside the mat
1: uh i have a lot of different goals outside of wrestling so um t- in general i would just say it might sound a little corny is just to be happy yeah. um because uh obviously like not without happiness like or like you know health uh, i don't i'm not happy and i can't live a good life that i want to live so mm-hmm. With uh that being said, uh, you know, I wanna make sure I, you know, get a good education and get a good job eventually. Uh, that makes money, but it also ties back into like happiness. Um, I know when I was younger I was like, Oh, I wanna be an anesthesiologist or I wanna be a, a plastic surgeon and it's like, yeah, it's good to have those goals, but I'm coming to a point, like, even after my first year in college, like like, knowing and understanding that, like, money isn't, like, everything. Like, yeah, yeah. it definitely helps. Like, I don't want to struggle when I'm older and I have a family. But um, my ultimate goal would be, you know, happiness and just, you know, making sure I'm healthy and my family's healthy. And just, I feel yeah. like that would be, a, that's the ultimate goal for me wherever I'm at. If yeah. I, you know, have a high-paying job or not. Yeah. But, that's, yeah.
0: That's a great goal. And, I mean, for someone that is, you know, that's gone to school, has got the job that they needed to get yeah definitely like happiness is what's going to keep your that fire lit you mm-hmm. know i've i've seen people work and you can tell their job just took their happiness yeah took their passion
1: no for sure there's so many times like i mean people have the most money in the world and they could just be unhappy and i feel like you know i'm a pretty religious person and uh like money down here won't matter like later on like after you know when you pass and stuff like that so um staying close you know um to family and uh spending as much time as you can with family is a big thing to me because um i've had personal experience with loss and stuff like that with my family and so Mm -hmm. i feel like i've learned uh how precious the time we have down here is so that's a big thing to me like it's just like People don't know until, like, they lose someone. It's yeah. almost like a wake-up call. Like, wow, we don't have that much time on Earth. Like, people may think, oh, I'm going to live a 100. But you never know, like, when you can pass or something. Or your that's family true. can pass or your friends. So, happiness and uh, staying connected with your loved ones is the biggest thing for me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a good goal. And I, I commend you on that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to walk through this life knowing that happiness isn't something materialistic nor is it mm-hmm. status um you know you definitely have your head on your shoulders and it makes sense why you are who you are
1: yeah thank you and it's not like oh i don't like nice things or i like yeah. you know i like vacationing and i like you know having nice shoes or things like here and there but yeah yeah um yeah. that's not the ultimate goal for me so
0: that's good that's good mm-hmm. so um tell us tell us a little more about cameron outside the mat what um, what do you like what are your hobbies what you don't like, what's you know what
1: things that make you laugh? Um, I would say my family definitely makes me laugh. Uh <laughs> so my boyfriend Jordan, of course, he's one of the goofiest people I know. He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course my family, like they're super funny, they make me happy. So I would say being around my family as much as I can, uh, you know is something that i love to do hang out i don't even care like i sometimes i like call myself a grandma because i'm like hanging out with my family and i'm just like in my glasses watching movies like that's like something like i don't i don't have to be partying or doing anything crazy to like have a good time so i feel like my family is something for sure that um you know is a big part of my life and um for different hobbies i would say uh, i love cooking i love baking i'm not like i'm not gordon rams or anything crazy yeah. but like i love to do and try different things um baking and cooking so i'll just like look up a recipe a lot of the times and just try it out if it turns out bad then obviously like yeah, i've had my experiences with that but yeah um as
0: we all do <laughs> yeah like i yeah. my,
1: my grandma actually got me an air fryer this last year oh, and i was trying changer. to make these like little chicken bites and uh It was like in an Asian garlic sauce or something, but I cut them like so small that they ended up being like the hardest little pieces of chicken. So I was like, oh, this is terrible. (laughs) No, I would say cooking is uh, a passion of mine. Um, I also really like going outdoors. I love hiking. I love fishing. Um, I love being on the water, like boating or like canoeing and... uh, uh, kayaking or even recently last week we went paddleboarding uh, oh, nice. on the Columbia River and in, in uh, tri City so i would say being outdoors uh is something i love uh i honestly <laughs> i say this all the time like i feel like if i wasn't wrestling and i didn't have to kind of like you know build my brand and my platform i wouldn't even have a phone <laughs> like yeah. so it's so like when i go camping and stuff like that like I love not even like looking at my phone or having all these like notifications or anything. Cause I am not the best at like, I'm doing my best at, you know, being on top of my platforms. But if I had mm. the choice, I would just like not have a phone, <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, I would say cooking and being outside, being with family. Um, yeah, that's probably it.
0: Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That it's, it is tough. Like being like, you definitely, got, I mean, especially at this point when you got like all the caps on your head, you they're the one in charge of your um, social media platforms. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little difficult, you know, keeping up with everything, especially I can imagine your schedule with wrestling. And I'm sure that's the last thing on your mind is,
1: sometimes up. yeah
0: yeah you know. yeah
1: like for tournaments i'll turn my notifications off just because i'm like i don't need to be responding to them right now or like they can wait until after my tournament because i'm just like i need to clear my head yeah absolutely. most i'll do is like listen to music but yeah. yeah i do like social media just like keeping up with my family and friends but i mean i feel like we all could use a break every once in a while so
0: yeah i agree <laughs> yeah. man imagine, imagine like Like professional athletes on their phones while they're at their games, like tweeting and stuff. Yeah,
1: people do that. I don't know how, but yeah. um, For me, I'm just like sometimes I need a break, but also like sometimes I'm glued to my phone, so I'm just like, oh, like
0: it's 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 like like hard
1: balance sometimes.
0: Yeah, definitely. What do you do for self care?
1: self-care um like i would say right now self-care for my body and my brain would be just taking a little bit of a break from wrestling like i still work out and stuff like that but like uh i would say taking a break and um i like uh to just kind of turn my brain off from like the stress of wrestling yeah and then school obviously i'm on a break for that um so self-care um that's one of my self-care I don't I don't get a break usually so for wrestling not a lot it's only like every like once or twice a year for a little bit of time so I'm enjoying my break right now yeah um and so I would say that that's my self-care is just doing whatever like um you know being outdoors and just relaxing and not overthinking anything
0: what kind of what kind of music do you like to listen to
1: Oh, I like to listen to, I feel like, all types. I love rap, country, um, like, pop and hip-hop and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, recently, I am, like, obsessed with Doja Cat and her Doja new Cat. album. I'm, like, it's kind of girly, but I'm, like, I love her music right now, so.
0: No, my, Lupita's all over Doja <laughs> Cat right now. Like <laughs> yeah, Minaj I'm, like, oh, yeah. I
1: love Nicki Minaj and, like, Cardi yeah. B. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. They yeah they got some fingers you know they come out with some fire you yeah
1: know. I'm like some guys think oh this this is girly or what I'm like no you know this is a good be like I'm like yeah. don't don't lie like, they're
0: going hard too <laughs> they have some like, good stuff so yeah like, yeah that's cool mm-hmm. what's your uh, what's your go to uh, recipe for uh, food
1: um it depends if I'm dieting or if I'm just kind of like not being not too strict with my diet um I would say my go to this whole year like. Even not dieting would be, uh, it'd be white rice. (laughs) And then I have been obsessed with bell peppers for like this whole year for some reason. So I'm like, oh, bell peppers are so good. So I like chop up a bunch of bell peppers and onion and saute them for a while. Um, I'll, I, when I cook, like I have the patience to cook. So sometimes it'll take me like two hours, but I don't even care because I just love it. Um, so it'd be like white rice, bell peppers, onions, um, and then, like, chicken or steak on top, so almost like a burritable.
0: Mm, and then I good. would
1: make, like, an avocado, like, like whip or something, like, just make some kind of, like, avocado spread on top. So, I would say that. I'm obsessed with avocado. Yeah. <laughs> avocado yeah. is good. So, burritable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, burrito, Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're on your diet, are you, like, high? Are you, like, tracking your calories or is it just, do you eat, like, only certain foods?
1: um it sounds kind of bad i don't really track my calories but i you know i think like mentally i kind of track my calories so like um i definitely don't starve because i eat all the time yeah you
0: need to eat so i'm like i'm like i never
1: like yeah cut i'm like yeah maybe one or two pounds you can cut weight whatever but like i'm not like starving i'm never starving because that's horrible i don't think that's a good way to you know ever be competing or anything but yeah uh, absolutely i like you know the breedables of course and stuff like that and when i almost feel like like the longer you wrestle and like or whatever sport you're doing like you know your body so well and so like i can be like oh i feel like i'm only like i'm like five pounds away like that's pretty good so i'm like i'll have like a good meal i'll have a bigger meal tonight and if like the closer i get to um my competition i'll have a lot more smoothies and like juices and smoothie bowls but Mm -hmm. no i don't like that's not like all i eat because i know you have to make sure you get like different nutrients and like vegetables and fruit and protein and stuff so i feel like i kind of just eyeball it sometimes like if i have uh i'll have like a smoothie in the morning and then like for lunch i'll have something like protein vegetable something i don't know for lunch and then for dinner I'll have like something maybe in between both like fruit and then like something small. And then even like a juice, like I love to juice so much. Like, um, I bought a juicer from Goodwill actually, because juicers are, can be so expensive. They'd be like hundreds of dollars. So I'm like, that was probably the best thing I got for my dieting needs. Um, would be juicing. It's not like that's all I eat or drink, but that helps a lot for me. Like cleansing and, um, I think I got it for good, like at Goodwill for fifteen bucks. Because do you know
0: which one it is? Like <sighs> what kind it is?
1: I don't know the name of it. Um, I haven't seen it in a while since we've been um, here. I will have to take a picture, but it's yeah. a really good juicer, and it goes for like a couple hundred bucks online. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. I think I started drinking juice when I was in Colorado, and I after I graduated. Um, I moved to Colorado and they had like juice bars and stuff, and they'd be like oh, nice. a small cup would be like eight dollars, and I'm just oh, like, wow. okay, that's expensive. I'm like, I could probably do this myself. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I love juicing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there's a I don't know if you guys uh, seen it since you guys been in town, but it's called the uh, Vita Health Bar.
1: Oh yeah. It's really mm-hmm. good.
0: Highly recommend it. Um, okay. Everything they use is all organic and, um, yeah, just they're they're really good juice bar here in town
1: i probably have to check it out because i've been like oh that sounds so good especially since it's been like so hot and stuff um i know there's a place in wapato too they do all types of stuff like that so i'm gonna have to hit them up before i leave
0: yeah definitely definitely and then for school what are you what are you studying for right now
1: so right now i um i'm studying biology so um my coach uh b fam from davis he's a doctor and so we talked to him kind of before i started my school to like see what direction i should go um so i could be in the medical field eventually mm-hmm. so he recommended obviously biology, biology and so that's yeah. what i did and that's just kind of the basic thing i feel like a lot of people do and to get into the medical field so right now i'm gonna be majoring in biology so, nice, and nice. I know I'll have to, after my four years, I'll have to, uh, go, I'll have to do a lot more schooling after that, but yeah. that's what I'm doing for now. Well,
0: definitely. That's cool. I, yeah, I got a couple of friends that are apology and chemistry majors and <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's a challenging. It's challenging. Challenging man. field. My but. first
1: year I, I, I did pretty dang good. Um, so, uh, this year it'll be harder, but I'm excited for it. I like, I feel like I like doing more like math sciencey things than papers for yeah. some reason. Like I used to be the opposite, but now I'm like, I kind of yeah, like switch, not yeah. writing papers cause I procrastinate. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Then we all right. Yeah. I feel that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what, what advice do you have for people, um, facing obstacles to achieve their goals or their dreams?
1: Um, I would go back to saying like what I said earlier, kind of is just, um, you know, if people are going through something, it could literally be anything like, for sure reaching out to people like everybody says that like oh reach out to someone if you're like having a hard time or something but i would say even if it's something someone that you're not super close to reaching out to people will help i feel like even if you don't think it will so i would say that and you know if you're stuck in a rut i keep saying that um even for you to do something yourself would be to write stuff down um like you said you could do that little practice of you know, a couple minutes, even a day, write something down that maybe you're, like, upset about, um, negative or positive. I would say keeping a journal. Sounds kind of silly, but, like, once you actually do it, like, it might really help you. Yeah. So, um, for people, you know, if they're stuck, to, like, you know, with whatever uh, they're stuck in, in their life, um, I would say that for sure. Um, also... I I always, like, say this, but, like, I feel like there's so many things in life that are, like, it's based around, like, how you are mentally. Mm -hmm. So, like, what I actually did a couple years ago that really helped me um, just feel better about myself and have less stress in general was, uh, like, yoga. Because it's it's physical. Yeah, it can be hard, but it's a form of meditation that helps. And it sounds kind of, like, silly, but I feel like that is something that really helped me because... Um, like I said, when I was in Colorado, after, uh, I graduated high school, we would do, um, because I lived at the Olympic Training Center for a couple years. We would do weekly yoga sessions for, like, an hour. Uh, and it was pretty much, like, hot yoga in the wrestling room. Yeah. And I was like, oh, at first I was like, I've always wanted to do yoga. This will be fun. But then I was like, I didn't know about it until, like, I started doing it. And we were doing all these poses. And, like, the breathing techniques helped me so much. Like, I do that now. Even, like, if I'm stressed, I'm like, I just need to breathe because – yeah breathing helps you so much i feel like uh you know there's so many studies like talking about how breathing affects your brain and just like releasing stress and stuff like that so i would say you know journaling you know even even just like going on youtube and looking up breathing techniques and Mm -hmm. stuff like that helps um and for goals i would definitely say i keep saying writing it down if people have goals and stuff like that um and if you're a visual visual learner, I would say, like, write it down or, like, you know, create a poster board that has all your goals. Like, I know people have done that in school and stuff like that. But yeah. I think seeing something, um, you know, with your eyes helps you kind of, you know, almost manifest it. So. hmm I would say that, and then keep telling yourself and surround yourself with positive people definitely helps, because if you're in, like, the wrong group of people that are just kind of negative all the time, that has, like, a big toll on you, and so even if you have to remove yourself from people that aren't, like, the best for you and you know it, like, you just gotta do what's best for you and your overall health and happiness is what matters, I feel like. So if you're not happy, obviously, that's gonna carry on to other people or whatever, so I would just say some people, you know, just need to focus on their on themselves before anyone else. So, I slowing see. thing that slowing things down yeah. is good too for sure.
0: That's great advice. So, I really
1: I could talk a lot about it. I think No, I kinda, you're
0: good. You're good. Yeah. I, especially the yoga. Like I've been practicing yoga lately. Um I and just the times that I've done it and the few times that I was consistent with it, like it really made a difference. Like yeah. I felt more aligned like my spine the way i was standing my posture Mm -hmm. my breathing as well and it's crazy like when you when people stress like the body starts to our breath gets shortened and Mm -hmm. like slowly we kind of like you know i want to say like cut off cut off but we lose that oxygen supply by our shortness of breath even if you
1: don't notice it it's like oh yeah like it does happen and I know like people carry stress in different parts of their bodies sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like for me I it's like in my shoulders, so I know if I'm stressed sometimes I'll like
0: You feel in my
1: back and yeah. my shoulders and so I'm like I just need to relax and so I definitely feel like yoga and meditation has helped a lot. So
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so uh one of my last questions is uh what does it take to be a champion?
1: I guess this would kind of tie back into like Um, your overall happiness and health um being a champion doesn't like mean like oh it's just for wrestling or sports it could be literally anything you could be a a champion you know at work or whatever I would say like the word champion can mean literally just succeeding and being positive in any area of your life and anything you do so um I would say just surround yourself with the best people you can Mm -hmm. have a good, you know, support team with whatever you're doing. Um, try to take out any negativity that you have in your life as much as you can, obviously. And, um, you know, being a champion, like it doesn't mean you have to be, you know, the absolute best. I would say, Oh, one thing I would like to say is don't compare yourself too much to other people because I feel like I've done that a lot. And, In today's world, like, everybody compares themselves to everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't have the perfect body or I'm not, like, I'm not good enough. And this, you know, for wrestling, I'm not good enough here. I need to get better here because it works for them or whatever. I feel like taking care of yourself and focusing on your own growth is the most important because you're the only one that control your path. And other people, yeah, maybe it comes easier to them, but, you know, working harder if you have to work harder personally, then that's what you're going to have to do to get wherever you want to go. Yeah. So I would say really try hard to not compare yourself to other people and their success or even their failures or whatever. And just focus on yourself, yeah. I would say. And then go from there.
0: Awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Well, before I ask you my stable question, uh, do you have any questions for
1: me? Um, I feel like we talked about so much. I don't have... Too many questions for no. you. Um,
0: That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I
1: feel like we talked about a lot and covered a lot. Yeah, definitely. Not, not right now. Yeah,
0: definitely. So, um, so as you know, uh, Joel's Mind podcast is about being a better version of yourself. So in Cameron's mind, what does being a better version of you mean?
1: Um, like I said earlier, I would say just focusing on myself and uh, being the best person I can be. Because, again, I'm the person that can control my life and you know, the decisions I make is up to me. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that anybody, you know, even listening or just, like, in the world, like, to just do what you can, like, do for yourself. And, again, don't compare yourself to anybody because once you start doing that, I feel like your your mindset s- starts to, like, go backtrack and, like, overthink. And I think being the best version of yourself is... Just that, like, it's yourself, it's not anyone else. Like, yeah, so just focus on yourself and be positive, be happy, you know, love your family and your friends as much as you can, and just enjoy life as much as you possibly can because you never know when, like, you're gonna leave this earth or anything like that, even your family. Um, and I would say if you want to do something, it might sound crazy, but just do it. If you want to go bungee jump or if you want to (laughs) go jump off a bridge, like, I think you should do it because, like, you don't want to, like, ever hold yourself back or, like, be, you know, in the future saying, oh, what if I could have done this? Or what? I could have done this. Maybe I should have. Um, so, if you're in the present now, I would focus on, like, yeah, focus on the present. And if you want to do something, if you don't, like, it's your life. Do what you want, you know?
0: Definitely. So. Well, I appreciate you, Cameron, for coming on Joel's Mind Podcast. Yeah, thank and you so much. Absolutely. And having uh to hear get to know you more and just hear your experience, just hearing it from yourself. It's, it's been a, pri- a privilege and an honor. Um, is there, is there a way we can follow you on your socials? If we want to support you or watch you, um, get your gold, uh, medal when you come and look in.
1: So I have my Facebook is chasing gold Cameron Guerin. So that's my Facebook page. And then obviously Instagram and Twitter are under Cameron Garin. Um, so Instagram and Facebook are the main two that you could follow me on and my journey. so yeah
0: awesome well Cameron thank you so much it's been a pleasure thank you for Um, having me Uh, absolutely I can't wait to hopefully one day I'm just gonna I'm gonna buck you now one day (laughs) when you become an Olympic gold medalist I'd love to have you again on Joel's Mind podcast and um, you know just make that happen and talk about your accomplishments when that does happen
1: thank you yeah I look forward to it
0: definitely definitely alrighty well uh, everyone tuning in uh, thank you for listening Um, if you want to follow Cameron I will tag her links in the description um and in uh other words uh continue to be a better version of yourself you heard it first from one of the greatest champions here um born and bred in yakima to focus on yourself to surround yourself with good people and do what makes you happy so on that note y'all have a blessed day